we are blessed, y'all. We are blessed as we begin December. Um, we are coming to a close, and um, already we are debt-free in 2023. If you weren't here last week, you missed it. Uh, we hit it. We hit it. We hit it. We hit it. And uh, we hit the mark. And so uh, we didn't actually hit mark. We, 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 hit, the, we hit the mark. <laughs> we hit the mark. And, uh, and thanks be to God for that. Amen. Listen, and, and I'm, tell, I'm telling you, I'm challenging you. Um, you said, well, I haven't even did. They don't need my pledge then because I haven't paid. Man, listen, get it in. Get it in. There's a blessing in the giving. There's a blessing in the giving. And just because that was our um, uh, outcome, how many would like to pay their house off? Amen. How, how many would like to pay some, some bills off? Amen. How many, there, there's things you'd want to do for your family. And so I believe when you invest in the kingdom, you're investing in yourself. And, and so uh, don't, 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 don't not do it because we already hit the mark. I'm telling you to do it. Uh, because we hit the mark. Because <laughs> this shows you our God. Whew, more than you can imagine. On a, on two, on two, uh, a week like my wife and I had, God says, let me just, let me just give you a little, little something. Let me just sprinkle a little something for you to show you the goodness of who I am in the midst of everything we went on last week uh, with our son. Uh, God said, let me just show you. Let me just show you how good I am. And, um, and um, we were able to pay that off. And so praise be to God for that. And who knows? We don't know what our next assignment is here. I'm going to tell you I don't know because um, I know what he told me was uh, to have multiple pocket churches. I don't know what that looks like, right? And so when you don't know, that's, that's when you know it's God. And so I'm like, okay, God, you just show me what's next, when, where, and hey, we'll make it happen. I got, a, I got, a, I got an army that's... W- Willing and ready to make it happen with me, Amen. And so, um, as I as I preached on last week, two are better than one. And so, um, it's important that you have brothers and sisters on your side, praying with you, fighting with you, in the trenches with you. And so, uh, I believe that we have that here. And so, we're grateful and thankful for that, Amen. Okay, all right. Uh, before we get going. Repeat after me. Say, I am am. somebody. Somebody. I am am. a Wolverine. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold my, my. I got the wrong notes. I got the wrong notes. I I got the, my bad. My bad. You thought I was going to get through this thing without saying something, huh? You better believe I was going to say. The Big Ten champions, y'all. Back to back to back. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Come on. Get serious. Get serious. Who threw, who snuck that in my notes? Huh? Say, I am, I am somebody. somebody. I, am I am a warrior. A warrior. Therefore, I am Therefore, victorious. victorious. And that's because I am, because I am. a child of God. How many believe that today? Amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Man, God is good. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. The season is in. This is beautiful. How many can... 
My wife said, look, man, it feels like we're in a Hallmark movie. So you've been watching too many Hallmark movies. Praise the Lord. Thank you for the team that came out. I love it. I love it. I love it. This is great stuff. You can feel the atmosphere, Jesus Christ, the joy, and, the, and I love it to, to, to come in and see the, all these things, even, even the giant Christmas bulbs. This is, this, is, this is it. This is it. And so thank you for the team that came. We're out here all day um, yesterday. The, the women and the men that were um, out here chopping trees and making things happen. We praise the Lord. We thank you for for you guys. And um, who knows? I, I could see a nice, beautiful face on the church after removing that tree. And so we'll see if uh, what we'll do there. We'll see what we can do there. Amen. Okay. All right. Uh, today we begin a new sermon series as we get ready, uh, and it's the Word became flesh. Amen. The word became flesh as we get ready to anticipate the coming of Jesus Christ, right? Not, not yes, it's the Christmas season, but but how many know that it's more than just about the Christmas season? Some of them want to leave Christ even out of the name. They want to call it Mary Xmas. I said, well, Mary what? You know, that doesn't even make sense. Christ is in there because it's all about him. Mary, Christ must. Amen? And, and, and Christ must be in there. Because if Christ ain't in there, all you got is a bunch of presents. Come on, somebody. All you got is a bunch of debt. Come on, somebody. If Christ ain't in the middle, in the middle of this thing, all you got is a bunch of snow. The world was in a dark and cold place in the Old Testament, y'all. And what they needed was a savior. What, 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 what they needed was hope. Have you ever been in a place where you needed some hope? Come on, somebody. How, how many of you have ever hoped for some things? Have you ever hoped for some things? A lot of you hope for a lot of things. Amen. I'm hoping for some things right now. Hopefully, they're, they're dropping them off as we speak. The other night, we were in the TV room and uh, living room and and we heard uh, some shirk, then door slamming. I was like, what in the world's going on? Ten, I don't know what time it was that night. Somebody, the, the Amazon guy throwing something on. I said, man, they was, we were getting ready. I don't know what was going on, what was happening. Maybe some of you have lost hope. Maybe some of you are here today, and, and my wife spoke about this earlier, that, that, that there's a spirit of depression. And maybe some things have come over your life and, and, and the enemy has crept in and it's dark where you are right now. It's dark where you are right now. Um, things have gone away from you. And, and so uh, you, you, you're, you're, you're looking for some things to happen, but you've lost your, your hope. The, the dictionary says hope is to trust in, to trust in. I know that's hard today to trust in anything or anybody, but the, 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 the dictionary says hope is to trust in, to, to look for, or desire something or someone, or to expect something beneficial in the future. That, that is what it means to hope, to desire something or someone. And I believe with all my heart that, that people are desiring that someone. 
It's not something they're desiring. It's, it's someone that they're desiring. And until they find that thing that they're desiring, that someone, it's a dark season in their lives. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. If you have your Bibles, turn with me. If not, you should have it on the board. Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now may the God of what? May the God of hope. May the God of hope. Many are out there hoping for a better tomorrow. Right? And they could have it. It's in the gift of Jesus Christ. Without Jesus Christ, all people will continue to hope for better days. I'm, I'm going to tell you that. This is why so many people are walking around in the darkness out there. Walking around blind. Walking around depressed. Walking around sad. Walking around with anxieties. Walking around with depression. Walking around with fear. Walk, come on, somebody. Because they don't have the light of the world in them. And so they continue to look for a better tomorrow. That hope is in Jesus Christ. As we get ready in the festivities and all this, it reminds us that winter's here, right? You can't tell by the ground anymore, but the other day, it was snowing. Winter's here. There's a, a, a um, some people don't like it, right? Some people love it. It just depends who you are. As a kid, as a teen, I remember snow on the ground. I loved it, right? I wanted to play in it. We'd go sledding in it. We, man, we would be, we would, it was crazy. New Year's night, we would eat at the church, and then all the youth would go sledding. No light out there. We were riding other youth down the, the telling you, it was, after it was over, like, People had war wounds on their face, like everybody just dogpiling on one another. We used to love it. It was, it, was, it was a time to go sledding. Anybody ever been sledding? Oh, yeah, it's fun. Until you have to walk back up the hill. <laughs> but it was fun. Snowball fights. But as an adult, how many can say, not so much anymore. I'm like, you can keep the snow. I hate driving in the snow. I hate driving in the ice. How I many you know what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. You're like, trying to. I remember I took over my father's snow removal accounts so he wouldn't have to. Mama, don't be laughing. <laughs> Listen, I, he, had, he had just been diagnosed with cancer, so I'm like, Pops, I don't really want you out there. You need to stay home and rest, and I'll, t I'll do it for you. 
Man, it was the worst years of my life. I'm telling you, I hated it. Ask my wife. I got anxieties of when I see snow. I didn't even know it was such a thing. He had to wake up all night, every night, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Okay, is it snowing? Is it not snowing? Okay, is it 2 inches? Is it not 2 inches? Is it, I said, man, this stuff is not for me. Not for me. And then I had a lot of accounts, and so, um, you know, you had, I, I would be plowing while I took somebody with me that would shovel. And so you go to call somebody at 3 or 4 in the morning, guess what? The person you were trying to call, <laughs> so there I am, 3 or 4 in the morning by myself, trying to figure it out, trying to do the plows, and, and before the businesses opened up and I had to go and shovel it, I said, you know what? And uh, after my father passed, I think I kept it for another year or two, and then I said, you know, my, my brother, I said, if you want the snow removal business, it's all yours because I'm bowing out. I couldn't breathe. I hated the snow. Hated the winter. I wanted to sleep, y'all. Winter's hard for a lot of people. It's freezing. It's dark. It's dim. It's gloomy. Come on, it gets dark at 4 or 5 o'clock, and it's like, wait, what do we do now? I feel like I want to sleep. I don't know why, but it's only four in the afternoon. Winter is usually a gloomy and dark time for people. It's a time where people fall into a semi-depression. Some just want to lock themselves up because it's so cold and they just want to hibernate. Others get lonely because of the holidays. Listen to me now. And so we sit around and we Netflix and chill. And then 20 pounds later, you're like, man, I probably should get up. <laughs> I, I it, just letting it repeat to the next episode. But even with the gloominess of winter, we celebrate the brightest holiday of them all. We celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Christ us. I don't know how many of you are going through a winter season right now. But we've all been through them. Amen. Hoping for finances. You, the season you might be going through is hoping for a job. Hoping for a mended relationship. Hoping for a good report at the doctor's office. Hoping for a healing. Come on, how many been there? And sometimes it feels like the winter we're going through never going to end. Like how, many, how much more can I take? How much more can I take? If I look back at 2023, I said, man, what a year. It was a rough year. At least for my wife and I it was. I said, how much more can we take? And sometimes that winter feels like it's never ending. But I'm here to give you hope. That in the midst of winter, Christmas came. In the middle of winter, Christmas came. Jesus Christ came. The Word became flesh. 2,000 some years ago, the world needed a Savior. The world needed hope. 
They needed a hope for what they were going through, and they needed a hope for life, period. Period. I can't imagine living a life without Christ. I can't. I don't know how people can do it. I just don't understand it. You can have all that other stuff. I'm good. Give me Jesus. There's a song like that. To live without Christ is to live without hope. But there's something that goes along with hope. It's that you and I must trust in the Lord. You and I must trust in the Lord. Hope is to have trustful expectation to the fulfillment of God's promises. It's trusting. And throughout the scriptures, we read of a hope that was coming. You look at the Old Testament and you'll read of, of a hope that's coming. But all they could do was trust. All they could do was believe that one day the prophecy would truly come to pass. Hoping that one day the prophecy would truly come to pass. How many have you been waiting for anything? Anybody ever wait for anything? It's hard to wait and hope for something when you don't see it coming. Right? Man, I, I told you I think it was two years ago I preached that I, 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 I backed a game on Kickstarter. Remember that? I don't know if you all remember that. And you were like, you spent how much on a what? On a when? On a why? Man, I just barely got that thing last week. That's how long I was waiting, hoping that one day it would get there. And it never arrived until last week. And now I haven't even been able to play because it's been crazy. Like you, you two years too late. I got two kids later. Two kids later, I can't even play this. My kids want to. That's how long I've been waiting. As a kid, remember waiting for Christmas? It seemed like it had never come. Never come. It's easier now because you understand that the December 25th is Christmas, but as a kid, you don't understand that. Like, is it here yet? Is it here yet? Is it Christmas? I think that's why they made those Advent calendars so that people can, they can open it. It's not Christmas, but go ahead and open the next day so we can just. Every day you wanted it to be Christmas and wake up and it wasn't. <laughs> Sometimes some of us even take our own situations into our own hands because we're waiting and we're hoping and we say, you know what, it's never coming, so I'm just going to do it myself. And we feel like those things are, we're waiting for, they're never going to come. I guess it's never going to happen, so I'm just going to have to do it myself. My blessings aren't coming, so I guess I'm going to have to work 100 hours a week to make it happen. The hope for mankind and the hope for whatever it is they're going through today, it's simple. It's Jesus Christ, y'all. It's Jesus Christ. I, I want to take you back to the prophecy uh, written in Isaiah. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1. You've got to understand, this is prophecy fulfilled. This is what was talked about in the Old Testament, which was going to come in the New Testament. 
But how many know that there was years that passed in the Old Testament and they were going through dark seasons in their lives and they were going through slavery and they were going through captivity and they were going through different things and thinking, man, where is God during these seasons in our lives? And then in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1, it says, Nevertheless, the gloom will not be upon her who is distressed as when at first he lightly esteemed the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali and afterward more heavily oppressed her by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan in Galilee of the Gentiles. Verse 2, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light and those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death upon them a light has shined. A, a lot of people <clears throat> are in some dark places. Looking for the light, y'all. Hoping for something new. Hoping for a change. My, my wife and I, we took uh, Kelby to uh, her first college visit on last week. I don't know, what was it, Tuesday, Wednesday? We took her to her first college visit on last week. And I'm going to tell you what. I don't know if I stepped into a zombie movie or... It's just a world that's hopeless looking for an answer because there was no joy. There was no happiness. There was no, on this campus, you could not see. I mean, it was doom and gloom, you know, even as in the best place they could have been in the cafeteria, where is all you can eat. All you can eat. You got somebody's got to get a little excited about this. I did. We can go here and get some chicken, okay, and then we can go here and get some pizza, and then we can come here and get a salad, and we can, oh, this is fun. All in one price? Okay. All right, here we go. Man, some kids are just, or, or in their own little world, in their own little world. Man, we're living in a time where things are doom and gloom, y'all. It was sad. It was sad. No joy, no happiness, no nothing coming from this place. People that need God. Man, there's campuses out there that need God, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There's nothing good coming out of those campuses. And I'm telling you that right here, the doom and gloom, the darkness that they're looking, the, 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 the light that they're looking for only comes through the name of Jesus Christ. No bigger light. There was no bigger star than the one that formed when Jesus Christ was born. That, that's, that, they, they, there's there's um, scientific, it's proven that there was sign of, some believe that the, the, the reason the star shines so bright over uh, where Jesus was born, we, we, we watched that in that movie, but it was because uh, Venus and Mercury had lined up together and, and, and linked together to radiate over the manger. That's, that, that, that is what is believed. Why, remember the wise men, they said, follow the star. That was the reason why, because everything linked up and... and, and there's so many different things that, um, that was a, a great little movie because there's so many different things that scientifically show who Jesus is 
and, and how the stars and everything align to what he wanted them to, to, to do and be. Um, but, but that's why the, the brightest star came to be was what we saw was the glare of Venus and Mercury lining up to shine over Jesus Christ. The brightest star. These people are looking for the brightest star. They're looking for life. They're looking for answers. And a lot of them are walking in doom and gloom. How many have ever been into a place where it's just dark and you can't see what's in front of you? This is what people are looking at today. This is what people see. They can't see what's going on. The world is looking for the light. A lot of people trapped in darkness out there. Just sit in the mall for a little bit and watch people walk around. Just sit at a school, watch students walk around. Sit at your job sites and walk, watch the people just walk. The world is looking for the light, yet they're trapped in the doom and gloom. He's the only way, and he's the only one that can remove us out of the darkness. Isaiah 9.3 says, You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you, they be, according to the joy of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. Amen. Uh, as for you, ha for you have broken the yoke of his burden, and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. Five, for every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel of fire. Six, for unto us a child is born. Come on, somebody. In the midst of the darkness, in the midst of going through these dark times, in the midst of these hard times, I'm here to tell you today, regardless of what it looks like for you right now, some of you are in some depressed modes because of family members and because of things that are going on. I get it. I get it. I get it. For unto us, though, a child is born. Unto us, a son is is given and the government will be upon his shoulder and his name will be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace y'all why is there so much chaos and turmoil in the world because they don't have the prince of peace they don't have the prince of peace People are moving on their own accord. What I want, what I want, what needs to happen for our country, what needs to happen for us, not what the Word says, not what God says. Unto us a child is born. Jesus Christ came into this world so that you and I would not have to live in darkness. Thank you, Jesus. Because I've been into some dark places. I don't like that. I want to see. I don't know about you, but I want to see. I want to see everything. I want to see everything. Give me the full picture. Give me everything. That's why with this new 4K technology, I want to see it all. I want to see the whole TV. I want to see every crystal, every, every, everything. Give me everything. I don't want blurriness and all this kind of fuzzies. And 
Remember we used to watch stuff back in the day? I don't know how we used to do it. How many still got that old box set TV in their home, that old wooden one? Nobody has that anymore? Jesus Christ came into this world so that you and I would not have to live in darkness, so that you and I wouldn't have to live in our sins. That's what it really is, because it's our sins that take us to dark places. It's our mistakes, it's our mishap, it's our knuckleheaded selves that, that take us to some dark places, and then we're trying to figure out how to get out of them. People are sitting around hoping for things to get better, hoping for a better situation, hoping for a healing, hoping for better finances, hoping to win the lotto, right? But the hope that they're really looking for comes in little baby Jesus. If we have the brightest stars shining on our lives, we don't need to fear the dark. We don't need to fear the dark. If God is with us, we don't need to fear the dark. Help me, Lord. You're my only hope. One person got that. It's not Obi-Wan Kenobi. The Lord is your only hope, y'all. All right, last scripture, 9-7. We'll come to a close. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The Israelites... And all God's people needed hope. They needed hope. They needed a Savior. The hope of a Savior. And that hope didn't get there until Jesus Christ came. Until Jesus Christ came for you and me. Man, we thank you, Jesus. And we, we, we take it lightly, but man, what he did for you and I, didn't have to leave the comfort of heaven. But he did it for you and for me. He didn't have to endure what he endured. But he did it for you and for me. So that you and I would not have to live in this dark world. We got a decision. We got a choice. You can live in darkness or live in the light. And today, if you're in a dark place, I want you to know that there's hope for you. There's hope for you. If you're in a dark place and you're struggling with some things, you're struggling with some addictions, you're struggling with trying to get to the light, there's hope for you. That hope comes in Jesus Christ. He's your answer today. He's the only one that can help you. He's the only one that can bring the light into your dark world.
Suicide? That's not going to do nothing. Jesus Christ is the only one that can help you through. The light of the world. When he came upon this earth, the brightest star you'll ever see. Everything aligned when he came into this world. For you and for me. I get it. It's dark. I get it. How do I get out of this? I get it. You feel like you don't want to move. You don't want to live. You don't want to. But I'm here to let you know. You are somebody. You have purpose. He created you for a reason. I'm going to go further than that. I'm going to tell you that there was no mistake when he made you. Devil, you're a liar. If you're out there listening to this today, I'm telling you, there's hope for you. And that hope is Jesus Christ. You don't have to do it by yourself. You don't have to fight life alone. You don't have to walk alone. This doesn't feel like there's any change. Well, allow him into your life. Change is coming. Allow him in your life. Hope is coming. Allow him in your life. Joy is coming. Allow him in your life. Peace is coming. Allow him in your life and love is coming. First John 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Removes it. Takes it away. Throws it into the deepest ocean. And today, if that's you, you're here and you say, Pastor, I need that. I need to be forgiven of my sins. I need a new chance, a new opportunity. Or maybe you're here and you say, I don't even have Christ in my life. Or maybe you're watching and you say, I don't even have Christ in my life. And you want to do that on today. We want to do that with you. My second call is this. My second call is if there's anybody here that says, I'm just walking in darkness. And I don't know how to get out of it. I don't want to be doom and gloom. I don't want to walk with a, with a, with a rain cloud over my shoulders. I want that peace. I want that love. I want that joy. I need that hope. If that's you, I want to pray for you.